we go again, feeling ready to begin. Listen up, push play, and plug your headphones in. Another draft has come to pass. Now build your deck, ascend the ranks, let Jeff and Sean pitch in. Yeah, just let us pitch in. Help you out. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, shout. Let me hear you shout. Hey. It's your ding dong. What is it, kid? Hey, yeah. <clears throat> I talk a lot on these things, son. Do what? I talk a lot on these things. Maybe it's time to change. It's time to make a change. So what's in my life? You've been playing a lot of cube? I've been playing some. I tried to play this afternoon, and Arena took like 15 minutes trying to boot up, and I'm like, S this. And I booted up a different game thinking, oh, I'll still have internet problems. Nope, other game booted up right away, so I don't know what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I played. Uh, I played about four or five more, but I'm a little frustrated with magic at the moment. So the last several times I've tried to log on, it's that checking for updates, ding, ding, little three daughter, ding, ding, dongs. It's taken forever and I'm having no problem connecting to other things in my house. So I don't know what's going on and it's, I'm getting a little frustrated. So you're not experiencing this at all. No, I don't know what you're talking about. During the checking for updates when it's like starting up, it's literally starting to take it used to take like under a minute, easy. Mm-hmm. Now it's mm-hmm. taking like five minutes. It's really yeah. weird. I'm sorry. Every time. I'm really sorry. No, you're not. I'm not actually. I'm I'm laughing because I have to deal with stuff like that all the time. And you you're just to, like, oh, you just, just, you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me come back now. You you deal nope, with don't, this because even though you can don't go on tilt. a dell or an ibm or whatever you want to call it a pc you refuse to buy one and instead you spend a good 87 hours per year pulling hair out of your head about how you can't play games on my mac man i gotta do all these patches because i can't spend the 700 on a good laptop and save myself all this time it's too much money it's too much money yeah it's too much time that you waste being like, uh, I sat, I've been sitting here for four hours, Jeff. I finally think I got this game to work. I did it. I did it. I haven't had any knocking on wood problems for a little while. Knock, so. knock, knocking on wood in the wow. I, uh, I've been playing some cube too, so I got some, some stuff to talk about. I see you over there. You don't sound very excited. Do you want to skip the booster? I see the look on your face. No, I'm good. I'm the I I had a little lag there, so I'm gonna shut my video down. Oh, I see. I see how it is. Okay, I'll shut my video down too, just to be safe here. Okay, here we go. Angel of Mercy. For four mana and a white, you get a three-three angel. It's a flyer. When it enters the battlefield, you gain three life. It's not bad. Is that your pick right now? That's my pick. Prowling Caracal, one colorless, one white for a 3-1. No. Essence Scatter, 
One colorless, one blue. Counter target creature spell. That's a good. That's a good card. I'd I'd probably take that over Angel Mercy. Yep. We got a new cop card. People call to heal. One colorless, one blue. Return target creature to its owner's hand. Its controller draws a card. Any creature, not just your opponents. No. Hound of Farbogs. Four colorless, one black. Five three. Delirium. Hound of Farbogs has menace as long as there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard. <laughs> no. Tarsnare. Two colorless, one black. Target creature gets negative three, negative two until end of turn. Instant. <laughs> no. Still like us and scatter. All right, Renegade. I mean, that's because you've been playing blue on cube. You're starting to see the truth of blue on cube. Oh. So you're like, I'll take that. Scatter, please. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Renegade Tactics, one red for target creature can't block this turn. Draw a card. No, no. You get to draw a card. That's pretty good. <clears throat> Beetle back chief, two colorless, two red for a 2 2 goblin warrior. When Beetle back chief enters the battlefield, create two 1 1 red goblin creature tokens. No. It's not bad, though. You're just saying so no so quick. You love that essence scatter. Bitter blade warrior, one colorless, one green for a 2 2. You may exert bitter blade warrior as long as it. Uh, as it attacks. When you do, it gets plus one, plus zero, and gains death touch until end of turn. It doesn't untap during your next untap step. Well, it's a four, three death touch when you exert it? Uh, three, two death touch uh, when you exert it. Otherwise, death touch. No. All right, how about uh, one colorless, one green for a human shaman, two, two. So another, we got a two, two for two here. But for eight colorless, no tap. Oren, Reef Invoker, Gets plus five, plus five, and trample until end of your turn. Mm, no. He says no. Okay. No, no, no. Next card, Sean, is uh, one hybrid Orzov. That's white or black and one blue. So that's two total mana. For Thopter Foundry, it's an artifact. One mana, comma, sacrifice a non-token artifact. Create a one, one blue Thopter artifact creature token with flying. You gain one life. Mm. I mean, that's a great card, but not. do you have to have... Yeah, no. No, not going to take it. All right, next one. Ooh, I love this card. Mindstone, two colorless for tap, add one colorless, or one colorless tap, sacrifice Mindstone, draw a card. It's in the cube, Sean. Hmm. This or it's Essence good... Scatter? I'm still on Essence Scatter. Still on Essence Scatter. Pathraiser of Ulamog, 11 colorless mana for a 9 9. With Annihilator 3, whenever this creature attacks, defending player sacrifices three permanents. Pathraiser Ooh. of Ulamog can't be blocked except by three or more creatures. Dang. Whenever this, whenever this creature attacks, target opponent sacrifices three permanents? Yep. Defending player sacrifices three permanents, yep. Ugh. What's, how much does it cost to get out? It's an 11-11, or 11 mana for a 9-9. Nine, nine. No. He's not doing it. What if you... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm taking this thing. I'm taking I mean, this thing. That yeah, thing is amazing. Something. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Just Good. find some way to cheat it out, right? No problem. Yeah, that's the idea. Easy. Next card is two white mana, two colorless mana, XX. So this thing's costing five minimum mana. I mean, five, wait, six, six. minimum, and that's yeah. X equals to one. Right. Right. Put X44 four, four, white angel creature tokens with flying out of the battlefield it's a sorcery Ooh. but you can also cycle it for three when you cycle decree of justice you may pay x if you do put x one one white soldier tokens yeah. out of the battlefield so that's a really good card right yeah i think so so for 
So for six mana, you get one four four flying, which is fine. It, you know, it's not great. For eight, you get two. That's really good. Getting to eight mana is not easy. But then for you can cycle it and like pay an extra two. I think that's how you're supposed to do this card is you cycle this and you pay two and you get two one ones. I don't know. It seems pretty versatile, though. I think it's the card. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty expensive, but I think it's fun. All right, next, last card. So are you taking this over Essence Scatter? So far. All right, last card. Rescue from the Underworld. Four colorless, one mm. black, instant. As an additional cost to cast Rescue from the Underworld, sacrifice a creature. Choose target creature card in your graveyard. <clears throat> oh, by the way, I hope uh, he wheels the Pathraiser of Ulamog. That's what we're talking about with this thing. Return that card and the sacrifice card to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of your next upkeep. Exile, rescue from the underworld. Ooh, so it's going to have summoning sickness during your next upkeep, but you get your other sacked creature back as well. Yeah, that's the pick. That's the one you like? Yeah. We're taking it, people. Rescue of the underworld. So, Sean, what are you thinking of Cube? Well, uh, I'm, I'm pretty frustrated with it. To be honest with you, um, I've come up against uh, board wipe and mill probably eighty percent of the cards are. I mean, sorry, of the uh, people I play against. Uh, maybe you know, I would say one out of every eight games I don't play that. I don't play either mill or. Um, well, what did I just say? I'm sorry. Board wipes. Yeah, God, the poor wives was so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm playing against a lot of those two as well. When I play against mill, it's usually not a dedicated mill strategy. It's usually like they have two mill cards in their control deck. What do you find it usually is? Uh, one of a few different things, but the, you know the card you talked about where, what is it, folio? The folio of fancies. Yeah, where you're you're making them draw or you're making them discard or uh, dump from their library for how many cards are in their hand. Yeah. Yeah. That card is, I mean, even if you just do it once, it's, it's very devastating. Um, and then, yeah, that's the one. And then the other one is the five drop every once in a while, they'll get you with that one. But more often it's just, there are, there's that enchantment as well that they'll play. And then it's yeah, not it's like even corrosion. Yeah, and, and it's not like... drop, you mean, uh, you don't mean Ashiok, right? You mean the no. um, enchantment? Right. Yeah, sometimes they're playing Ashiok, sometimes they're not, you know. Um, I've seen the red version, the spells, blue-red spells version of it too, which is something we're going to get talk about more here in a second. Okay, well, tell me about that. I told you, I talk too much on these things. I'm just, I'm just going to start asking questions. Wow, okay. So I drafted a deck today. And uh, I, I think this is, I, I got so frustrated. I just was tired of losing to it. So I wanted to see what it looked like. But also I, I had the opportunity to first pick um, Folio of Fancies. So, so I I'm, did. I'm on board with you there. I think it's first pickable. I'm definitely, um, I've seen it wheel. So not everybody agrees with me. I don't think it should be wheeling. For anybody who didn't listen to the last episode, you play this thing on turn two and then hold up mana on turn three and put a stop on your opponent's draw step. 
and make a mill after they draw before their turn starts. Usually starting to make a mill seven on turn three, and then you do that like four times and maybe five, and they're dead. So you got that one, huh? That was my first pick. Um, uh, the 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 draft went pretty darn well. Um, I'm just gonna tell you what my hand looks like. So I the, the part that I'm struggling mightily with is putting the deck together and um, trying to figure out which of these cards I should play. So did you get uh, any board wipes? Um, let me tell you what I have. Uh, so I got the Benthic Biomancer, which you've talked about. It's the one, one for one that you can adapt for a colorless and a blue. If you do, you get to draw a card, then discard a card. I know you like it. I think it's it's meant to be in like tempo or it's meant to be in... Um later in your opponent's turn or it's meant to be in reanimator but i do like it it's a nice little official card especially if you have some card draw to refill your hand uh, i got the merfolk secret keepers to go along with trying to dump their cards uh-oh i got the terramander and you'll see why in a minute because i've focused on the red blue version of this deck um and that card is pretty good i think it will should be in this but we'll see I think uh, that is the deck it wants to be in red blue sounds right. Yeah, I got an opt. Which First pickle, was, right? <laughs> perfect for this deck seemingly. I got a mutiny. Target opponent and opponent controls deals damage equal to its power to another target that creature controls. Um, I'm down on that card. I played it today. And there's just too much control out there, Sean. There's too much control. And when I play against control and that card's in my hand, it does nothing. So okay. I think I think we might end up cutting that one, but who knows? Maybe it's such a spells matter deck, or you have some way to give your opponent a creature, incidentally, where we want to do this. But let's see what we got. Plus, I think it also goes down in value if you have any other removal. Oh. You've already potentially we're, taken something off their board, you know. Yeah, we're just getting warmed up here. We're getting into it. Uh, I got red cap melee. That's my other one drop. Oh, so we're talking an aggro deck here. Well, Possibly. red cap merely does four damage to target creature or planeswalker. If oh. if non-red permanent, then you have to sacrifice a land. I was thinking uh, red cap I know. raider. I know what you're thinking. Okay. Two drops. Merfolk trickster. Thassa's oracle. Robber of the rich. Vashiano pyromancer. Disdainful stroke. I already talked to you about the folio fancies. Yes. Negate. Yes. Search for Ezcanta. Yes. Essence Capture. Okay. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm Blitz holding of, on, I'm holding. Blitz of the Thunder Raptor. There Forbidden Friendship. Heartfire. Lava Coil. Lightning Strike. Wow. Entrancing Melody. Wow. Thassa's Intervention. And Jaya's Immortal, or, I'm sorry, Immolating Inferno. So we got a lot of instants and sorceries and a lot of cheap cards. I like now that. you like understand. The, now you're starting to understand action. why it's difficult. Yeah, and I haven't even got to three drops yet. You haven't. No. So before you tell me what to cut, let's just let me continue. You should cut the Thassa's Oracle. Well, let me tell you why I don't know if that's a good idea here in a second. But you're probably right. We'll get there. Yep. Wave break hippocamp for three drops. Right. Yep. Dreamstalker Manicore. Midnight, it. midnight clock of one, of one mind, risk factor, slaying fire, ionize, and Sahili. 
Ooh, this is a focused deck. This is the spells deck. Are you ready to go on to four drops? No. I don't think I can handle it. Dungeon Geist. Tarland the Sky Summoner. That's the two blue, two colorless. Whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery, create a 2-2 two, two blue drake flying. Rowdy Crew. Do you know what Rowdy Crew does? Yeah. Yeah, like flip stuff. And if you flip the same things, it gets better. I don't like it. Crackling Drake. Bond of Insight. Yep. All those go in this deck. That sounds like a... Yeah, okay. Is there... Five. It, it, five. Five drops. Ready? <clears throat> I don't think so. Fives, huh? Here we go. Patient Rebuilding. Okay. That's it. That's my only five drop. Only Are you five ready five. for my six drops? I'm ready. In Bolus Clutches. Yes. And, and Chandra Awakened Inferno. Oh my goodness, Sean. What do you think of all that stuff? So I'm telling you, as I was going through this, I was like, I'm in the right colors. I feel really good about what I'm choosing. Every card I picked, I felt pretty darn good about it. I think the deck needs to be based around Sahili and the um, getting, you know, dumping your opponent's cards. So the Merfolk Secret Keeper, the Terramander, all these easy, like the Opt, the Red Cap Melee. I think I'll play the Merfolk Trickster and the Robber of the Rich, um, the Folio Fancies. Then the question comes to me is cards like Disdainful Stroke and Negate, they work great with Blitz of the Thunder Raptor and you know, for, for Forbidden Friendship. All these awesome two-drop removal I have all work great. Um, I think Rowdy Crew goes away. Um, but from there, I don't know. Like That's where I start to get, like, do I want to keep Wavebrank Hickle Camp? That card could be broken in this deck, it seems like. Yeah, when I hear the deck, I think you cut the mill cards. That's the first thing I think. I think this is not a mill deck and that you have like two really good mill cards, but that this just is not the deck that they want to be in. It looks to me like you have a really nice blue-red spells deck where you get a threat or two on the board early, and then you're holding up mana most of the rest of the game and interacting with your opponent. That makes sense. That makes sense. That is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you, you don't want to cut very many spells. I think you like spells in this deck. It's going to make the um, it's going to make Thunder Raptor better. It's going to make Hippocamp better. It's going to make uh, oh boy, there was another one in there that wanted spells too. It's going to make Sahili better. It's going to make um, uh, it's going to make Bond of Insight better. I heard a lot of cards that want spells. Yeah, Crackling Drake. Yeah, and those three mill cards: the uh, Secret Keeper, the Folio, and Patient Rebuilding. None of those are spells. So they're all anti-synergy with this really good theme that I think you got going on. Oh, the Terramander wants spells too. Exactly. Exactly, Sean. Okay. That's what I think it is. So what about the Midnight Clock? You'd get rid of that too? The Midnight Clock is interesting if you can keep your curve crazy low. Because sometimes what happens with the Midnight Clock is... um. At least this is how it played for me in Throne of Eldraine Limited. Sometimes if you just have a ton of interaction, which just seems like this deck has, then the Midnight Clock can just end up taking all that interaction and eventually shuffling it back into your graveyard. Oh, wait, you don't want to do that. You have several cards that want instants and sorceries in your graveyard. I think Midnight Clock is another anti-synergy card. 
Yeah. Okay. So then I really need to cut some of my two drops. I think is probably the the thing I'm going to want to cut. Dungeon Geist also is a card I think I'm going to cut. I agree with you on Dungeon Geist. It's good, but it's a control deck, not a deck like this. I would much rather have a two drop I can get on the board early and start pressuring them with than worry about a Dungeon Geist. Um, if you're going to get rid of a two drop, I'd get rid of Thassa's Oracle. Oh, hello. Welcome back to Thassa's Oracle's workshop corner. <laughs> Okay, so what about Jaya's Immolating Inferno? Well, how many... I think you need... Let's see, before you tell me how many you got, I think you need five legendary creatures in the deck for it to be playable. Well, it can be legendary enchantments or anything, right? Or Planeswalkers? I don't don't think so. I think it's only creatures. Let's see. It might be Planeswalkers or creatures, but it's not... I don't think it's the other things. You can cast a legendary sorcery only if you control a legendary creature or planeswalker. So I would want probably five of those in the deck before I'm playing that card. It is a very good card, so I would want to play it if I had five. Four might be pushing it, but maybe you do four if you need to add a card to your deck. Well, I have Sahili, Chandra, Tarlins, and then uh, uh, Search for Encanta doesn't count, actually. No, I don't think I have it. Cut it. Cut it. Okay, and so then Thassa's Intervention. Seems pretty good to me. I mean, it's instant speed. I think all of your instant speed instead of your sorceries are going to be better in this deck because of um, Hippocamp with right. wake, brave, wake Brave Hippo. So I'd say if you're going to cut something, don't cut an instant if at all possible. But about Lava Coil, that's not an instant. Oof. Lava Coil is so good, right? But you're yeah. right, it's not. Um, man, that's card so good. Do you have card draw to refill your hand? Because if yeah, you can't of, have too much removal, it's cheap if you don't have card draw to get it back. I have of one mind. That's pretty good. Do you have a human I, in your deck? I have uh, Forbidden Friendship. Oh, that's a human right there. And you have a human in your um, rogue. You have that rogue, uh, Robber of the Rich, is a human too. Yeah. Well, how many cards do we need to cut at this point? Eight. Oh my goodness. So, so my, my one drops are still... Bio, I guess the Benthic Biomancer could come out. It could, but at the same time, think about that synergy of dumping a sorcery or instant in your hand. Right. So it's Benthic. It's an early threat. Benthic, Terramander, uh, Opt, uh, Red Cap, Melee. I'd cut that because doesn't it, um, you have to sacrifice something if your target's not red, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't like that so much for best of one. Okay, and then Merfolk, Trickster, Robber of the Rich, Viashino, Pyromancer, Disdainful Stroke, Folio Fancies, Negate. What about the Pyromancer? I think that's meant yeah. to be in a red. Well, we cut the, you're cutting the um, Folio Fancies, right? I yeah. cut the Folio. And then m- maybe the um, the 2-1, what is it called? The uh, Viviashino Pyromancer? I'm not sure. Yeah. How many other two-drop creatures do you have? Because I think getting a two-drop creature on the board could be important with this deck. Well, I got Forbidden Friendship, Robber of Riches, Merfolk Trickster, and that's it for two-drop creatures. But I have so much removal into it, too. <laughs> yeah. It's a so one. Blitz of the Raptor for um, Heartfire, Lava Coil, Lightning Strike. Well, do you oh, really want Heartfire? Do you really want to be sacking stuff? You don't have a lot of sack fodder. Yeah, probably not. All right. Wave Break. Dreams, Dream Stalker, Manicore, Of One Mind, Risk Factor, Slaying Fire. I, I think all those stay. What about Manticore? It's only one damage, right? Yeah. Uh, but you you could do it on each player's turn. It's not it's not a huge deal. It's just your it's just another added bonus to <laughs> everything else you're doing. Yeah. That'd be my first thought. That would maybe be the Manticore. 
You are getting pretty creature light at that point though too. But I mean you still you can still got the Drake. Still got the Drake, Sean. How many cards yeah. are we down to, Sean? 44. Oh my goodness. Are you gonna be cutting a land? I know you hate to run 17. You're probably gonna want yeah. to cut one, right? Did you get any fixed lands? I did. Well, I got a yeah, I got the steam vents and then I also got a castle in breath. Okay, all right. It's gonna be sometimes tough to cast that crackling Drake. Yeah, it's true. See Drake. Well, man, it's tough to know what to cut at this point. I'm having a tough time. You it's really to, difficult. I don't think you cut that two-two merfolk that makes guys right. That thing's awesome. I don't think so. I mean, that kind of that seems silly to do that. Yeah, I would. I think I would cut the manticore though. Um, maybe you cut the trickster but man that seems tough too because then you hardly have any two drop creatures but you do have lots of other interaction with the two so maybe that's fine maybe you end up getting your creatures from like sahili you know as well yeah that's what the well and or the tarland right the tarland does right. the same thing really so maybe you can cut the merfolk trickster here because you said you had a million two drops anyway right with, uh, so many things to do on to yeah then that just means i have one two drop creature one two drop creature but i don't know that seems right yeah and then uh i don't know what's the last card we cut sean well there's still three more cards to cut oh but are you cutting a land oh yeah so then there's two cards to cut oh two cards to cut people all right let's start at the top of the curve and work our way down let's see if we can slice okay. this apple a different way no we're not we're not cutting chandra we're not cutting bolus clutches why aren't we cutting chandra because I think by the time I get them down, this card's going to finish the game. I think that's the finisher. You plus Chandra and you yeah. start doing the tick ticks. I don't know yeah. though. It's, it doesn't have the same synergy with your deck that all these other cards do. At least, uh, yeah, really the clutches doesn't either if you think about it. But I wouldn't cut, but I would cut one of those cards though, is what I'm getting at here. I think you just need one of them. Um, mm. I don't like that Chandra could. Hmm. I don't know, man. I would hate to cut instants and sorceries and creatures that interact well with instants and sorceries and still leave these both in. Yeah, that's you, pretty much everything else in my deck. <laughs> yeah. I think you got to cut at least one of these. That's what I would do. I would what probably, about, I think I would cut Chandra and leave the clutches, but. Um, what about disdain, Disdainful Stroke? Uh. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, you're going to have to cut an instant or sorcery anyway, I suppose. So sure. But um, I would also cut one of those, I think. Hmm. That's tough. That's a tough one. It's tough. It's tough. I think in bolus clutches, I'm, it's a rep, it's repetitory because I also have enhanced entrancing melody. Well, there you go. And entrancing melody puts a uh, instant or sorcery in your graveyard, which is better. Right right so that that's it and i'm gonna drop i think it's either negate is better than disdainful stroke i think i think that's right but man i would hate to cut disdainful stroke because you don't have too many other ways to take care of big things in this deck if you look at a lot of the ways you have like removal and the way to take care of your, care of your opponent's stuff you may have a hard time taking yeah. care of a galta or something you know what i mean what about um essence capture getting rid of that Essence capture, yeah, that's probably better because you don't have a lot of creatures to put the plus one plus one counter on anyway, right? Right, and it only is for creatures. So only for creatures. 
Yeah, I, wonder I think what that's everybody it. else out there thinks. I wonder if they think we went in the right direction here. Well, we're going to find out. And um, I like it. I like it. So I think I like it too. My, uh, I've been playing a bit as well. I also haven't been having a ton of success. I think that uh, you're right. It's uh, a lot of board wipes, a lot of control, and you throw in sometimes a couple mill cards like an Ashiok or something to finish your opponent. I'm finding a surprising number of games are coming down to decking, even if people aren't necessarily playing a mill strategy. So I think, oh, sorry. You go ahead, please. I also think that um, starting first is like a lot. I think so too. Um, I do think that mono red is still a thing. I've lost to it. I tried to play it once, but honestly, I was forcing it when I shouldn't have been because I was getting cut. So I didn't have a great uh, example or a great experience with it. But, you know, usually in mono red decks, you really have, a, have to have a density of ones, twos, and threes. And I don't think I had enough of those. I had more like fours and fives, which sometimes doesn't work out so well for a red. Um, I also, I think this blue and black might be like two of the better colors in this set. I think blue is probably the best color in the set, frankly. Um, you know, board wipes are good. I see people playing blue-black control. They'll just get early threats on the board, and then they'll interact with their opponent late with blue and black. Um, yeah, I still think the Ashiok, the five-drop Ashiok is a complete bomb. You know, some of the big Planeswalkers, uh, like uh, Teferi, can be a pretty big bomb. Um, some cards I'm a little down on are like Helm of the Host. That's a ridiculous card in Rivals, but it's just a little too slow for a format like this, I think. Maybe even a card like uh, the Immortal Sun just might not be powerful enough for this uh, format, I think, for the fact that you're playing, paying six mana. Um, I'm a little higher up on Psychic Corrosion because I've seen people do some fun stuff with it. There's a lot of cheap ways to draw cards. That's one thing I'm noticing, Sean. I'm sure you're noticing this too, that the more you play cube, the more you start to see slight interactions, right? That you didn't think of when you were drafting, right? Yeah. And that's kind of fun, I think, with cube. Yeah, there's still there's still a ton of fun um, to be had. And, and I think it's, I don't think we've played enough to really grasp it. Um, the thing I hadn't considered yet is how many, how many more cards are in cube than in a regular, an average, rather, draft set? Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, the, I don't know the exact number, but I, I do know that you'll never see a card repeated because every card's only in the set once. And when you open the cube at your table, you don't see every card. So you can't count on like, well, Teferi will get opened at this table because in most cubes, your table only opens about 60 to 70% of the cards, I believe. So you can never count on like, well, if Tezzerek gets opened, then they're going to pass it to me because I'm the only person in the artifact deck. A card may not get opened. Yeah, well, I had a deck with Teferi uh, and both of Ashiok's. Holy moly, that one didn't work out for you? No. <laughs> it was really, really unpleasant. Have you been run over by Mono Red at all? Are you seeing mm -hmm. that at all? No, I'm like, seriously, I, it's... It's board wipes, I huh? cannot tell you. Right, and even when... No, it's not so much. I haven't run up against that nearly as much as you, you have, but... Um, I can't tell you how many times I've played around it and thought, okay, and then this, and then, oh, that was the third board wipe. Okay, I'm probably okay now. And then, nope, no, nope, now it's four. There's the red one that gives you four. Oh, there's the white one. Oh, there's the one that does them all but giants. I think that might be the best one, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Um, yeah, it, it plays on turn five. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's brutal. 
So um, I just drafted one earlier today, which again, I tried to play, but Arena's being dumb for me and just won't seem to want to load. But I got uh, four board wipes, including that giant. So I'm excited to play it because I haven't tried that deck yet, the heavy board wipe deck. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, good luck with it. <laughs> um, some more things. If you can be monocolored, I think you want to be. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a huge advantage to be monocolored in this format and going 15 or 16 lands or just knowing that you won't stumble on mana i mean people are doing such powerful stuff that if you stumble just in the smallest bit you just you could be toast you know what i mean sean yeah you can most games um it's like by turn four you know whether it's whether it's going to be one of those ones that you're going until turn 20 or it's going to be over in two turns it's pretty much that way almost every game for me right yeah, it's pretty obvious pretty quick. And it's I'm very rarely on the side of being like, oh, I know I'm going to win in two times. <laughs> but you say you're normally playing against a control deck that's like wiping the board on you or getting card yeah. advantage on you. That's generally what you see. And then eventually they'll play some pick and mill card as well. Yeah, or that, you no, know, it's it's mill or what board wipe. Okay. The mill decks the seem stuff. to just play like whatever, chumpy blockers and you know, like an interruption and disruption, but yeah. And you said you're valuing counterspells higher and I think counterspells are pretty good in this set. Yeah. I'm, I, at least I'm trying it out. I, I don't, I don't have any answers at this point. That is for darn sure. <laughs> but uh, there is one more thing I do want to say, and that is Niv-Mizzet gets passed a lot, right? You've seen that. Sure. I saw somebody taking huge advantage of this. Um, and it, it it when they popped it into play and when it did its thing, it was really stupid. Yeah, what how happened? Did they, how did they get it in? Just playing five colors, or did they cheat it? In? Yeah, it's e- easy no. to play five colors in this set, right? No, yeah, that and the spe- there's a lot of five color um, cards that want to be five colors. Yeah, Golos. Yeah, there's the land that you want to just grab all those different lands too, right? Um, yeah, they're uh, Field so, of the Dead. I think Field of the Dead's first pickable in this set. That that. Uh, Oh my God! The, the, not the, not Niv Mizzet Parnum, Niv Mizzet Reborn. Right, the one that um, draws you like a bunch more cards, and you get a bunch of cards out of there Ten. based on the different. Yeah, but you don't get all of them. You get the different number of guild combinations that you have, or whatever. But no, yeah, you're right. That card's good, and it's not too hard to play in this format as long as you're not getting run over by red, or as long as your opponent's not countering it with some blue spell, which two strategies I'm also seeing people play. You know. No, it's true. It's just that I don't think anybody is that card gets left a lot. And I think, I think there's a five color deck. That's really ridiculous. I just haven't been ballsy enough to go for it. No, you're absolutely right. And it's one of the reasons is there's so much, uh, so many lands in this set. And a lot of times the lands wheel too. It's not hard at all to get fixing in this set. Not, not hard in the least bit. Mm -hmm. I got beat by it really bad the other day. It was on, on turn five, they put that down and it was game over. I uh, first, I think in this last draft that I did where I got the, all the board wipes, I also have a Field of the Dead. And once I had that first pick, I started valuing uh, different lands really highly. Like, I think I took one second pick just because I didn't see anything else in the pack I loved. Right. Yeah, I think that's right if you have that card. That card alone can win you the game. Oh, another card. So I said Folio Fancies was the, was the best card in the set because it could win you the game if you play it on turn two and sure that's probably going a little too far it's just i do think it's very underrated and people should consider playing that on two and then just again putting a stop on your opponent's draw step 
seeing how it works out. But there's another card I've run across, which I never got to play with back in the day, but it's a Crypt Keeper. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That thing can win the game by itself, too. Uh, my opponent milled, or mulliganed twice. So I'm like, what are they doing? And now in retrospect, I think they were just looking for their Crypt Keeper. And they played it on one. And then every turn, they just, uh, at the end of my turn, they discarded a card and made a zombie until they had three. And then they started drawing a card every turn. And it just, I didn't realize how out of control that card can get if you're patient with it, much like the folio. If you just play it on one and making it your entire game plan, uh, the Crypt Keeper can be a very powerful card that I am now thinking is first pickable. Yeah, there's a ton of really ton of good removal too i mean this this set is it's mind-boggling it kind of hurts it's, it's like once i think i kind of figured a little bit of it out and i'm just very wrong uh and i I'll, I'll just so i'm really clear and no one listens to what i've been saying at all this entire time i've only won two games with all of the four drafts i've done Ma- maximum of two that's why one of the come, come here, Sean. If they wanted yeah. to hear experts talk, they would be listening to Mr. Metronome and Lord Tupperware right now. They don't come here for good advice. <laughs> they come here to hear us make baby voices at each other when we say something dumb. Oh it's, boy! Right? All right, Bastion of Remembrance. Okay, wait. No, I can hear that in your voice. You want to wrap it up here? These the synergies that are starting to pop up that I just never realized one has been like the first deck I drafted with you is a green splashing white. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking back, I know we, we haven't agreed on every pick. It used to be where when me and you would draft together, I felt like you were just, it, it got to the point where you were doing whatever I suggested. Maybe yeah. it's because you've been playing more lately. You're like, no, <laughs> and then I'd say one out of every two to three picks. Now you're like, no, I'm not taking that. And you take your own card. <laughs> I remember a card. I think you picked Vivian Arcbow Ranger second or third, and I think that got us deep into green that one. And yeah. so it ended up being this green deck splashing a little bit of white. And uh, it was these cards you had needed ascend. Yeah. And I I just never realized dumb little things like the um, Love Struck Beast. Yeah. Like was an extra token on the battlefield, right? Yeah. And just all that whole token strategy in green white is actually really good at ascending. I just never thought of that at first. I was like, yeah, there's a green white deck, but I never clicked that. Oh, that goes really well with these like four send cards in the set as well. Yeah. And so I yeah. like playing more and starting to see these extra little yeah. things. Don't play those cards. Don't play that deck. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Don't just, do it. They're just going to board wipe you. Don't right? do it. Oh God. They're going to wait too. They're going to wait till turn four and you've got in, you know, you'll be at eight life and they're laughing because you're down to one card and you're going to be like, yeah, there's my 12th creature on the board. <laughs> yeah, man. I think, I think control is where you want to go unless you're given a really streamlined red deck. I think green's probably the worst color. If, if I had to make a call early on and say, uh, you want to be in the three control colors, blue, white, uh, blue white black and have some you know removal some card draw some wipes some mill and you're gonna have a decent strategy hopefully yeah i'm 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 feeling like red is also really good in this with the removal so i go black red uh my my pie would probably be more black red and blue i could see that for sure um yeah, what, I only say white because of cards like Teferi and they get a couple really good board wipes. But I agree with you that white in, white in general is not a strong color in this set. 
just it has some control cards that are very good like planar cleansing as well um yeah and the red that you mentioned i've been beaten by the sacrifice deck also the red black sack deck you know yeah. that, that's out there and if you have a focused version of it that's another thing in this set is you got to be focused man once you know what deck you're in by like turn pick six or pick five you there is a obvious synergistic deck you are supposed to be in and you should not be picking good cards that are not in that synergy in my opinion that you need to synergize through the roof with this set that sounds right that sounds right yeah just once you know what you're doing do it and don't worry <laughs> if you're passing a good card you know Oh yeah, that part I never worry about. Every every pack you're passing five good cards. Disgusting. You see like Golos wheeling in a set like this, and you're like, oh my goodness. And that's when it that's the other reason why lands are so good to pick. Fixing is so good because you're gonna get good playables most of the time. The cards you can't let pass are the ones that are highly synergistic with your theme. But if a card's just powerful, you can let those pass. I also I don't love the one for one like black removal in this set unless you have a ton of card draw to back it up and refill your hand. What do you think of the one-for-one one black removal in this set? Just the card, the black cards for two or three mana that say destroy one thing. Uh, I'm okay with it. I think it's fine. I don't love it. I think you're right. It's much much better in Demir, but um, but Demir has all the things you want to do to to back that up anyway. It, it's really powerful in Demir. Yeah, I I think the only time I love those cards is in Demir when I can follow those up with like a chemist's insight to refill my hand or something like that or maybe even yeah. immense the end game or something it's also for me when you're playing counterspell decks it's when you have the option to let the thing in the play because you don't care and then just kill it or whatever that's big game when you have that option as well yes agreed well sean i hope your is it deck does well man Thank you. I, I want to tell a little story before we get off today that I'm going to make fun of myself and I'm going to hope I'm, I'm going to ask other people if they have the same issues, the same anger issues that I do. Great. Let me, let me throw out the plug first and then you can take it all the way to the wrap and the goodbye. All right. Got it. All right. So check. All right. Goodbye out everybody. Thanks. Productions.com. Uh, uh, I'm Jeff. He's Sean. This is let's draft. And uh, we do drafts with patrons every Sunday it's pretty well not every sunday like two to three sundays a month and it's pretty sweet because we end up doing a whole podcast breaking down the draft and uh to be part of those you want to join our patreon which you can find through our website and you only need to be a patron at one dollar a month to get in but if you do a higher patronage you get the invite like a couple minutes early to make sure you get in so hope to see y'all uh drafting with us in the future on m21 so george floyd first of all and um, second of all, I'm going to tell my story. So my story goes like this. <clears throat> uh, we drafted a deck, you and I, the other day. And I actually thought it was a pretty good deck. Uh, do you remember this deck we, I drafted? We drafted? Was this the green splashing white? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't love um, it because of, uh, I mentioned that Vivian pick earlier. I thought that sent us down on a bad path but right. go on um did what so wait is this the when we played the first hand together yes right i mean it, so, it, it had some cool things going on but i just uh didn't make it i didn't think it totally made it no it didn't i'm telling you it did not <laughs> and um so anyway uh but the first game i had massive mana issues mainly because um 
the person played that that uh, psychic corrosion three yes and so i i didn't get my land drop on turn three or four or five or six or seven because every time i swear and it was to the point where i was kind of making fun of myself but i was then i was really getting frustrated was that was like i'm gonna it's gonna mill two lands and then you know then i'm gonna draw my card and it won't be and so and it was just going on and on like that and it was just it didn't feel like playing magic. And I know that happens every once in a while. I've played enough now that, but I still get frustrated and it bothers me a little bit that I get frustrated like that. But I wanted to apologize because I cussed and your son was there. And, <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I felt kind of bad afterwards and you guys were like, okay, we're going to go now. We don't like to see you like this. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's not good. That's not healthy. So I apologize. I'm Oh, you don't out. have to apologize. I know it's for some, everybody has an Achilles heel, right? Of something that they have a hard time dealing with. Um, I yeah. have a couple of things I have a very hard time dealing with. I have a hard time not letting my opinion be heard, even when I know it's going to cause problems sometimes, for example. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I've noticed that in you, that when you feel like you have a lack of control and I start to, and every time I start to pick at you a little bit to try to get you to laugh and almost every time it never works. And I, as soon as I can tell it's not working and you're not, not even responding to me, you're acting as if you didn't even hear me. That's when I can tell that you're in a bad place. Well, part of it was I couldn't hear you either because for the first time my headphones actually picked up the sound from the game and you at the same time. So it, all, it was like really loud. At one point I heard you say to Eric, I don't, I don't think he's going to respond. I think he's really mad. We should probably just go. And I couldn't. And then I was like, um, well, I'm not going to try to explain myself now. But yeah, I was pretty mad. I was you, you have no reason to apologize. I actually like the fact that uh, Eric gets to see grownups uh, fail and um, struggle and not be perfect because he's very quickly getting to, you know, points of responsibility where he's going to get frustrated and not be perfect. And it's possible that he'll think, well, this isn't good. Like growing ups are supposed to be perfect. Like, what do I do? You know, I don't want him to ever feel that way. I want him to see us all as uh, flawed humans that are trying to get through all this together and so hopefully he can go into it with that humility and also that uh yeah you know what i'm trying to say what about the piece where he starts mimicking me though and he starts going i can't take it <laughs> pounding the table and acting like a five-year-old pestilent well, child again everybody has their issues right eric's told me that what his thing is is he likes to get his point across perfectly so one issue that eric has is when he's trying to talk and say something sometimes it can take him forever to get his point across because he needs to make sure that every word he's saying is exactly what he means to say yeah so you know we all got our thing sean and if you don't change and if that just remains your thing i think that's that's fine but you know if you want to if you want to work on it and get better at it that's fine too I don't like it when magic works against me to not give me land or gives me too much land. I don't like it. Now, I have noticed, you know, not to get too personal, but I've noticed that your significant other is very good at uh, noticing the things that you struggle with and sometimes giving you very practical and good advice of how to deal with those things. Have you ever gotten that type of advice when it comes to something like this? I mean, she's generally not around, but um, I could ask her. She is quite good with that stuff. Because I would say it's maybe less of a magic thing and it's maybe more of a complete loss of control thing. Because I think that's what happens in magic when we're getting milled and all we're getting is more creatures when all we need is that one land. 
because we're not playing anymore and we're we not we have no control over the game we have no agency and maybe that's what's shutting you down no that's that is 100 what it is i'm what you said before too is when i think something is unfair or when i think something is out of my control i struggle i would just punch man i would put i would put a a big uh big ufc punching bag in your room mm-hmm. yeah and just put it's, your- it, it doesn't manifest like it doesn't manifest and you know you don't need to go down this path i just speed out <laughs> it doesn't manifest like that oh, for I me i told you this. i bet this is some people's favorite part of the episode that it doesn't manifest into me wanting to punch things that's just right. not me it manifests into me wanting to scream in my pillow but like i don't scream in my pillow right like i'm not i can't get i can't get up and go over to my pillow and yell oh God, i'm not I saying you should do Hmm. you should go scream i i might but you should go i you know that trail i've been on that trail near your house that's like mm-hmm. not too far away but you still got to drive there yeah that's you know what i'm talking about yeah get halfway down that thing don't put a pillow on your face and legit scream so hard and i bet you'll legit feel really good the problem no, is you right. can't like you can't wait till the moment when you're mad it might just be a general like i want to go there and do this and see how it feels as a person you know yeah yeah People do that. They do. People do they that. Do. It makes them feel better. I'm starting to wonder. So the every episode's gonna start with Sean screaming and end with them screaming. It's gonna work everything out. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend. To all the dads, happy Father's Day. And we really appreciate you listening and helping us and taking what we have into con- for consideration. So be good and Bye-bye. Bye.